presentation of Bethel Family Church. We hope you enjoy listening and that it helps you to grow closer to Jesus. We should get started on, to, on what we're going to do today. I'm going to pre-warn you. We're going to be a little bit interactive today. See my excitement? And my mum gives me um, eyes. (laughs) It's okay. I passed this by Caleb because he doesn't like interactive much either, right? And so he was like, okay, that's all right. Okay, so it's past the the Pastor Caleb test. I have been, you know, thinking, God, where do you want us to go as a church? Because we're we're not leaderless, right? We have a leadership team and I'm still leading, you know, from this space in a voluntary position. But we, we still, you know, we want to go together in, in a place this year, right? So we're, we're not going to be aimless, promise. So I want to share some of, um, you know, what God has sort of shown me of, of what we're going to do this year. And you know how I've like I've preached previous sermons probably last year now about living out of rest, some of you remember that that phrase, familiar? Yeah, yeah, a little bit familiar, yep. And I told you that you're probably going to get sick of hearing that and sick of hearing me say stuff like that. So I'm going you know, to go back on that bandwagon <laughs> and talk about how we can live out of rest. But first of all, now I've given you the pre-warning about interactive and now you're all sitting on the edges of your seat and wondering what that's going to be. I would like you to get your Bibles out if you have a Bible. And I'm going to give you a scripture to read. And the interactive part comes with, I actually want you guys to maybe you can just turn to each other if you don't want to interact with other people. But maybe you could get into some small little groups and I'd like you to read the scripture together. Is that okay? Sigh of relief. You don't have to come up the front. So the scripture is, and if you don't have your Bible, I actually have some it on paper for you. John 15, verse 1 to verse 17. It's a chunk of scripture. So you are now allowed to make some movement and turn around and, and make, make some groups and, and read some scripture together. Who's brave? The vine and the branches. I am the true grapevine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that does not produce fruit, and he prunes the branches that do bear fruit, so they will produce even more. You have already been pruned and purified by the message I have given you. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine, and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Such branches are gathered into piles to be burnt. But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may... Ask for anything you want, and it will be granted. When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great joy to my Father. I have loved you even as the Father has loved me. 
remain in my love. When you obey my commandments, you remain in my love, just as I obey my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I have told you these things so that you will be fulfilled with my joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. This is my commandment. Love each other in the same way I have loved you. There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you slaves because a master doesn't confine in his slaves. You are now my friends since I have told you everything the Father told me. You didn't choose me. I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce everlasting fruit so that the Father will give you whatever you ask for using my name. This is my commandment. Love each other. We're going to talk about vines and branches. (laughs) It's a well-known fact around here, though, that I'm not really a very good gardener. We have this running joke. You laughed a little bit too loud there, Joe. Um, uh, um, that I am not allowed to touch the plants around here. Or they might die. Yeah. <laughs> I have um, been, I suppose, inspired by this scripture. For, for many reasons, and we're going to talk about that. And, you know, we've been talking about self-care. We've been talking about how to live our lives out of rest and how to put, like, Jesus there at the centre of what we're doing. But most of all, I want us to be a church that is passionate about Jesus, most of all, I want us to be a church that's passionate about Jesus. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad we can go together on this one. Um, so how can we do that? And I think that's sometimes where we, we kind of get like caught, we get caught up, is like how can we be passionate about Jesus? And, you know, like in saying when life gets us down, when, when things are really hard. It's hard to be passionate about Jesus, isn't it? Like it, like it just is. That's our reality. So, with this is the part. If you read the Facebook page that I suggested that you might like to bring a highlighter to church. Now, if you don't like highlighting in your Bible, yep, we've got some. If you don't have a highlighter, Haley has some highlighters to hand out to you. So let's do this little activity together. Who needs a highlighter from Haley? You can use your sheet if you don't want to highlight in your Bible or you might like to highlight in your Bible. So choose a colour. (laughs) Can you go through that scripture and can you highlight the words... Remain in me. You might have a different version if it's in your Bible. It might say abide in me. When I was reading this passage, the words that stuck out to me was, were these words, remain in me. 
Sorry, I am the vine, I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. Well, every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you... Ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. How many remain in me's did you get? So I got seven. Up until verse 8. Do you hear the promises in there? Like that Jesus has for us in this passage. Promises that will bear fruit. Who can list off the fruits of the Spirit? Love. Go Elizabeth. Yep. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, faithfulness, goodness, and self I'm doing it in a song in my head. (laughs) If we remain in him, we will bear much fruit. Did you read that part like the that it says that if we remain in him, we can ask for anything and it will be given to us? When you go down into verse 11, that if we remain in him, his joy will be complete in us. There's that promise of joy. And like keep on, keeping on going. So verse 16, you did not choose me, but I chose you. Like he chose you. And he calls you his friend. So, if we remain in him also, these promises are true to us. He promises to remain in us. If we want to be a church that is passionate about Jesus and to live for Jesus and to love like Jesus does and to be able to serve like Jesus does, we need to know Jesus more. And that's where I gave you that challenge that a lot of you took on, the challenge of reading one of the Gospels, either Matthew, Mark, Luke or John, and reading through it. And I thought that that this was going to be an easy challenge. So I thought if I choose a challenge that I can do, we'll be right, right? And I've done this many a times. I've read through the Gospels. I I do it every year. I'll read them because it's what Jesus says to us. It's his, his like 
teachings to us. It teaches us who he is and how to live our lives. And so I started reading John. And this time round, I kept getting stuck. I couldn't, like, I, I got stuck on even, like, the first passage. I think I was reading the first, like, chapter one for about two weeks because it was almost like I couldn't move on. It was like God kept saying, read this, like, keep reading it, keep reading it. There's more for you to get out of it. And so, guess what? I've got up to John 15 since I gave you that challenge because God keeps stopping me and making me reread stuff. And so, you know that, that moment that sometimes you go... Oh, I just I just can't read anymore. Like and I sort of used to take that one as the oh like it's just too hard to read, just keep pushing, you know, push in, push, just keep reading on. But I've taken that as go back to the start and read that bit again. Uh and and they're not like and it's actually been quite easy to read because it's like okay, I'm, I can read it. And okay, can I read the next bit? Nope, okay keep reading that same passage and what is it that God wants to show you out of it and that is what we call I suppose meditating on the word is just staying on something staying on topic and listening to the Holy Spirit so over this over this period of time of talking about spending time with Jesus and living our lives with Jesus and not in the busyness and the rush of life because we are busy, we keep on, we go, we go, 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 go. One minute after the other, there's, there's things that we have to do and tasks that have to be done. And how do we stop and spend time with Jesus? And so I want to take this, you know, that remain in me. How can we remain in him? And I want to brainstorm some stuff with you today and do some real practical stuff. Because so there are people who still go, well, Kerry, I don't know how to do that. I find it hard to read my Bible. I find it hard to sit down and just listen to music. I, like, I, like I'm finding this hard. I find it hard, hard to find time. So I want to like use the whiteboard. Anyone who ever comes into my office for counselling knows that I like my whiteboard and I'm usually writing on it. So I brought the whiteboard out today to do some brainstorming with you today. How do you practice remaining in Jesus? What are some of the things that fill your cup? So, the obvious one that we've talked about um, is our Bible, right? Thank you, Matthew. You get the interactive sermon thing going. You, you're with me. <laughs> so reading our Bible is a way to remain in Jesus, yes? How else do you remain in him? Hang on a second. Janice. Prayer? Yep, I'll have to choose a different colour for that one. So if you want to write this down, this is a one reason why I gave you that piece of paper. If you have a pen with you, you might want to also copy down some of these ideas on the bottom of your vine and branches verse. And uh, someone different. Carmela? Time. Can you be more specific? Time? Make time? 
to spend with him. Yep. 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 So spend time right nature. Spend time in nature. Um, so it's kind of like he's like stopping. Songs, yes. So songs, you know, is worship, isn't it? Katie, you were amazing this morning. Just you know, with those prayers that you had this morning and that with that song, this is how I fight my battles. It's worship. Yeah. With with your like the nature and like stopping and like time to spend with God, sometimes what I find is I'll like make my cup of coffee and just sit down and I guess Jesus, I want to spend time with you. But you know how sometimes it's just really hard to just pick up your Bible? And you're just feeling tired. But it's like that, okay, well my, that mindset, I'm just going to spend time with Jesus. I can think about Jesus and that's okay because that's remaining in him. Hands up to who feels guilty doing that. (laughs) It's hard to stop, isn't it? Because our world says keep busy, keep going, keep doing. Yep. Yep. So I put um, read or audio Bible. Yep. Vision radio. Yep. Can I break that down into a smaller word? Well, not a smaller word, but like more of a sentence is talking to other people about Jesus, like with talking with people. So if I write fellowship, you'll know what that means. Yeah? I don't know which is smaller, fellowship or... Whoops. YouTube. Do you want to be more specific? Because YouTube is... <laughs> so YouTube, music, um, sermons. What, sorry? Yep, services. What did you say, Hayley? Podcasts. All right. Can you read all that You're with me? Okay, Katie, thank you very much. You took mine. All right, so words, 
of gratitude. Who was here last week? That was on your sermon last week? A week before, sorry. Yes, you, you were last week, the week before, yeah. Sorry, Elaine. Kindness. Kindness. So being kind. Do you know what? This is where your cup is full. And I'm going to say that now it's starting to overflow, that now you can give out kindness. Sorry, that was... And serve... Actually, one of the things here that I think, Matthew, you said at first was, um, which we haven't got here, is going to church. Yes, tithing and offering is our worship. Yep. That one's on my list too. So, yeah, I'm, I'm running. See? So now we are overflowing. Okay, have we exhausted our list? Is there anything that's not? So fellowship, but visiting, that's right, it comes in here, just giving out. So um, what else would you do to be giving out? Yep. Well, what if over here, along with kindness, I write the fruits of the Holy Spirit? So we, we're able then to give out the fruits of the Holy Spirit. We're bearing fruit. We're giving out to others. So, yeah, like we'll put serving, giving out. And I would say on here as well is that it's easy just to do your day-to-day stuff. Go to work. When we're overflowing in Jesus, this stuff becomes easier. Yeah. You're more restful. What else have I got on my list? One of the big ones here is that you know, we're talking about being passionate about Jesus. When we're passionate about Jesus and when we're full and our cup is overflowing it's, and it's easier to give out, it's also easier to share our faith with other people. And I think that this, this one is, is pretty huge because as a church, what are we called to do? We're called to go out and make disciples. We're called to share our faith with other people. Yeah. Um, how, how are they going to know the good news about Jesus if, if, no, one's, if no one's talking to them about it? Um, but it's really hard to do when we are consumed in our own world and consumed in our own stuff and all of the other stuff is so big. I mean, if we, filled, if we put all of these things inside the cup, I don't think that they're going to get to any good overflow. 
basically if we put all this in, this is just being busy and doing stuff. But if we put Jesus in there first, then we can overflow with him on the outside. So that's my practical, how can we remain in him? And let's, as a church, start working more towards like being passionate about him, knowing Jesus more in our lives, spending more time with him. And I really hope that, you know, you guys even sharing with each other, this helps you to spend time with Jesus, that this is going to help you to stop and to slow down and to, like, and to spend time with him. I like, just want to really inspire you to pursue your relationship with him. It's not just kind of let it, like, yeah, I believe in God and like if he tells me to do something, I'd do it. Or if, like, oh yeah, if something pops up or a song pops up or whatever, yeah, like, oh, that's good. But like stopping and making that time for him. And I know that you're probably saying, Kerry, I don't have time. I agree. We're busy. There's not a lot of time. I'm going to be really blunt. Make time. (laughs) If we make time for him, we overflow with him. So much more of what we do and what we say and who we are just radiates him. Have you like, you know, like been with someone who you know has just spent time with Jesus? You can just see it all over them. It change, like Jesus changes us. He softens us. He softens our heart. He softens our, uh, even our face. He's like, giving us that peace. He, like, he, he's with us. And we know he's, like, other people start to know he's with us. Other people go, like, like oh, you're different. Why are you different? That's what we want people to see in us, right? I, I'm sure you're agreeing with me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, so I encourage you to keep on going. Well, as, um, as Dory says on Nemo, just keep swimming. <laughs> just keep swimming. In the hard times and the good times, I encourage you to take that time out to spend with, to spend with Jesus. And, you know, there's like the other thing that I hear is like, Kerry, I feel nothing. What's the point? In this, in this scripture, what are Jesus' promises? What you just highlighted? I will remain in you. If you keep remaining in him, he will remain in you. That's a promise. Whether you feel it or you don't feel it, he is there. That's his promise. And if we keep on remaining in him, we will find that we will begin to start feeling things. But we're not always going to feel ooey-gooey, lovely feelings because that's not life right (laughs) all right so let's keep on pursuing Jesus yeah who's finished reading their gospel Haley has top to the I should have had like chocolates (laughs) if you haven't finished going through one of the gospels Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John in the Bible, I encourage you, get it out again. Keep reading, keep going. You know, maybe even go on to the next one because they all read, or they all read from different perspectives as well. 
So, you know, keep going, find out more about Jesus and pursue him. And I will pray and we'll finish up. Maybe so you guys could come back and get ready. Have you got a last song for us today? Of course. Okay. All right. Let's pray together. Thank you, Jesus, for your love for us. Thank you that you promise to remain in us. Lord, that you promise that if we remain in you, that we're going to bear fruit. And Lord, help us to slow down and spend time with you. And I pray against the guilt that comes over us, that that will leave us in Jesus' name and that we'll set our mind on you and know that when we're resting in you, when we're spending time with you, that that is good for us and that is good for our soul and good for our relationship with you. And it's also good for the relationship with people around us as well. We thank you, Father, for your promises to us. In Jesus' name, amen. information or to listen to other podcasts, head to our website at BethelCRC.org.au or check out Bethel Family Church on Facebook.